Welcome to another beautiful episode of Seven Roses, where I bring you understanding, spirituality, intellect, diversity, inclusion, liberation, and uncensored conversation. back to another beautiful episode of seven roses and on today's episode i got my partner down put of all my partner in my academy and my partner in, aka beat little bro no for real you know what i'm saying back at it like i never left you know what i mean nah i mean she now we understand me now we understand it with the shit with the shit fly because yeah. the shit really be flying come no. fly nigga no for real i'm really, I'm really a get fly nigga i'm photo Oh, for real, niggas don't really understand, like, you know what I'm saying? Really hard, if a, bro. like, for real, shawty. Like, yeah. really hard. Bro, I'm a real life get fly nigga. Like, yeah. I ain't just no one category, like, okay, I'm just going streetwear, you know what I'm saying, hoodie, Dress jeans, it up and make it real for man. me. If I go put on a suit, but I'm trying to tell you, he ain't like, hey, who that is? I don't fall down. No, for real. Yeah, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> No, but what's up? How your day been? Man, you know, uh, no complaints. You know, like I said, man, I'm grateful and blessed that I get to see another day. So all glory goes to God for that. Amen. And then, uh, but it's been pretty smooth. I went to work. Uh, it's been slow. Not too many people showed up for work today. I guess. It's cold as fuck. I yeah, learned it's not playing like that. Because it's cold. Niggas don't want to drive out in that cold or go. Start that car up and warm it up. They're like, man, nigga, I'm finna stay in the house. Mm-mm, then it's sleep on the it's sleep on the ground too. Oh, for real. But yeah, so. I say ain't too many people showed up to work. Twenty know. people? Nope. Like ain't too many people showed up. Oh. Ain't matter of fact. It's probably a roughly around about twenty, maybe twenty five people that might have showed up. But. Shoot, but for the most part. Don't you work like in a warehouse? Yeah. How the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How in the fuck? That's not possible. Man, people just don't. Y'all shoot. gotta come to work. Y'all can't be doing that. If y'all work with my brother, come to work. Like, please, the fuck. Yeah. It's money to be made. That little call ain't gonna get you. Put what daddy used to say put some long jeans on, put mm-hmm. a hoodie on, and just put some some socks and make sure you double up on your feet. You'll be fine. Because mm-hmm. you're gonna need that money to pay that light bill. Exactly. So you sitting down in the car with you running heat. Exactly. You gotta pay that power bill. <laughs> <laughs> you sitting out in the car, you gotta pay that heat, you gotta pay that power bill about it. Because mm-hmm. gotta work. Let me say, me be saying, it's so cold out there. I'll be thinking myself, you going to work. Yeah. And it's just like I work at home. But if I if I had to work, I would be going to work. <clears throat> Do you like it better working at home or just going into the office? Um I can't really say. I think like Working at home, yeah, you have your own sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. But going into all to the office for me, it's like I, I'm a people's person. Yeah. So I was like going to see the same motherfucking face every day. Yeah. Because sometimes being these four walls, so I mess with it'll you. fuck you up. It'll fuck you up. But that's why I was like, I just be like, and sometimes, meantime, between time, when I take them outside, I'll sit outside on the bed on the thing for a little bit. But it's too cold. Yeah, yeah, definitely got too cold. But um, I do kind of 
that office that office life now if i was a hybrid worker then i'll be cool with it like sometimes at home sometimes in office i'll be cool with that mm-hmm. but when i went to the office where like i work at who i work for not going to disclose that it was boring it was like why why are we here <laughs> right like let me go back home but like you know working from home is pretty decent pretty cool but um she my my job is like it's very much so fair. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's like anybody can do it. So, but I'm not telling anybody can to do it, but me, because right. y'all don't need to know what the fuck I do. Right. <laughs> oh, for real. Man. Y'all don't need to know what the fuck I do. Just know I make my money. When I make my money, I make my money good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I love working. Like I love working at home because I don't have to sometimes deal with people. But at the same time, sometimes I do miss people. That's why, like, I understand what lady saying. Like, when lady be like, we got to get out of this house. So, right. karaoke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, for me, you know what I'm saying, from a person that goes, that has to drive to work. It's like a pro and a con to it. It's like a pro is like, of course, you get to see the people you get to work with and stuff like that. You know, of course, it's going to be a vibe every time you go. Facts. But you always going to have that little, it's got to be a, you know what I'm saying? A drama going on. Somebody talking about this person. So it's like, you got to deal with that. But, I mean, for them. people. You're yeah. dealing with different energies. Yeah, I don't I mean, I'm definitely one of the ones that I ain't going back and forth for all that drama, all that <laughs> gossip. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I ain't got a hit. Y'all, so. y'all got to be the out. Yeah, you got I mean, I feel you on that one. I really feel you on that one because um, that's how I used to be at my other job. It used to be too much, especially working with a bunch of bitches. Like, it's, if it's an office full of females, it's going to be drama. So, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of like the pros and cons right now. Like, not having to deal with different people's energies, but Milo's and Janice's. Yeah. And my own. And Atlanta driving. I mean, I used to, where well, I used to work at, I used to, it used to take me like an hour to get home. Every day. That's the only thing I don't like. But, I mean, I wake up probably like 15, 20 minutes before I got to clock in. And that's just in the bed with my eyes open. I'm not getting up until like 10 minutes before I have to clock in. You see, yeah. Uh, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I be cutting it close. Like, I be leaving out of the house. And, like, it take me probably like, probably like 12 minutes, maybe less, to get to work. If I'm late, you gotta make. If I'm about to be late, oh, I'm cutting it down to five minutes. I'm getting there on time. You your daddy son. I'm getting there on time. You your daddy son. I don't be doing that. I work at home and I still be late sometimes. <laughs> and it just be like with the folk licks. Like you have no fucking reason. The audacity, but in everybody's nature that works at home, the yeah. Wi-Fi was fucking up. So. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, my wife, I was fucking a little tall. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. But at least she ain't got to face that traffic, like you said. But, man. Because, like, at your job, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you, you, you talk to a lot of people. Because what do you, well, not what do you do, but you, you do something where you have to go around and talk to people. Didn't you say something like that? Yeah. I uh, talk to any and everybody. You know, of course, people gonna talk to me anyway, cause, bro, my dad, dad worked there, 
So it's like. So you work with Danny. So he in the department he in is like, of course it's walking distance, but you know what I'm saying he be on the, the uh, lift, Fort lift, Fort lift, and um. What do y'all do? What is that company? Cause somebody asked me the other day. I was like, I was talking to me. I was like, what the fuck, my daddy do? I just know he been up for fucking ever. Yeah. So it's a company where they do like they uh hold keeping stock like airplane parts. Uh, they used to do like appliances, mm-hmm. like you know, some refrigerator stoves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Until they got bought out by another company that is starting to do airplane parts and just different parts. That goes to, you know what I'm saying, whatever company might need them. But what he do, it just, like, receive the parts. So when the parts come in, he get on this lift and uh, put it up. Then what I do, my job is is to make sure everything is right. So say if, like, when they receive the part, somebody go pick the part. When they pick the part, I got to make sure that, that uh, the part they pick is the right part. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna lie, we got... Some people that are job, like say you might get a part, like with some bolts, mm-hmm. on like the ticket or the order, customer might order, hey, I need seven bolts. So we gotta make sure it's seven bolts in there that they went and picked. But it's legit people. Don't forgive me not to talk about nobody. But it's <laughs> legit people that can't count to seven. Whoa, so it's slow. So it's like it says seven, but you might have six in the box. Or you might have over seven. Like, you might have, like, eight, nine in a box. It's like, bro. It's slow as a person. Like, what are you doing? It's slow as a person. And that's the main thing he was getting hit from. It's, it's like, like Q&A from, like, Purdue when I worked at Purdue. Like, you had to, like, expect the chicken. So, it's like you were expecting parts. So, it's like, yeah, quality control. Some type, some shit like that. Damn, mm-hmm. like, y'all have to count boats and everything, you know? I mean, no. it's not all all boats, but you got like like I said, different parts, different but, things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they can't even know. count seven boats, bro. Just a dumb. It, 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 be like, <laughs> it be like that. It's you know what I'm saying sad to say, but you got some people that it be like, oh, stupid, smart, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> but I think what it be like, they be trying to. Get like a certain number because they got a certain quarter they got to reach every day. Mm. So I guess they be in a rush trying to rush. Like, man, I'm just gonna throw all this in the box. And it's like, you get to us, bro. You got the wrong amount. So now we got to tell you, bro, you got to go room. back. You got to go back. Damn. So you might, the part they might pick might be like, you got to drive all the way to the back end. Go, you know what I'm saying? Handle your business and drive all the way back. So it's like, bro, you could have did it right the first time. Just pay attention. You probably, and that would be, that would be most of us. That's in everyday life. You don't want to slow the fuck down and look at what the fuck you doing. Because you you rushing. You rushing for what? Right. You rushing for what? What are you rushing for? Sit the fuck down and stay still. Like, it should be like, look at what you're really doing. Because I had to, like, do that to myself. I had a couple of accounts that I was working my manager had told me, like, I told you not to touch his account because the customer already pissed off. So they called back and they got a little bit more pissed off. But it's just like, I'm going so fast because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my numbers and everything done. It's just like, slow your ass down. Right. Like, girl, it, <laughs> what you rushing for? You got eight hours. 
on this bitch and yeah. you at the house. Put on fucking Tyler Perry sisters or something and do your goddamn job. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girl, what is you doing? And I think that comes for like, that goes with like how I said in life, I think like um, most of us, if we, like um, I had my one of my homegirls, it's like, she was coming up here, and me and her was going out, and she was like, my mama told her, you better hurry up, and you hurry up and leave, you're going to be late. She was like, mama, what am I going to be late to? Right. Like, we're just going out. When I get there, I get there. Well, mm-hmm. like, it's like, what are you rushing for? And I think that's the thing with people is, I've been re- I've read this book. It's called The Urban Monk. Um, sometimes we don't notice we're not aware when God has given us extra time to reflect on life. Because he said in the book, he was like, start programming your mind a different way. In a way of like, um, the, like say if you're in the grocery line and the person in front of you was counting coupons. Mm-hmm. Instead of you getting mad and, and impatient because she counts coupons and it's taking time, you got like an extra two, three minutes to sit there and think to yourself, well, damn. What did I do today? Right. Like, how can I make myself better? Mm-hmm. Or how can I help this person in front of me? Maybe I can help her read these coupons. We're not black. We're like, we're not, not black people, but most people aren't doing that. Most mm-hmm. people are just like, I'm going to get out of fucking line. I hate that. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I hate people that, and this is a pet peeve of mine, <laughs> dealing with mine, because they're just like, what, 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 what are we rush for? Where, where, where are we going? Where we got to go? That's the thing. What are we rushing to? Because at the end of the day, when we dead and gone, was it worth it? You just want to speed through life like that, Mm -hmm. and you didn't miss sometimes the most important things. You can just be, why she fucking talking and doing her coupons? So, how was your day today? You know what I'm saying? Or like, expert, how you doing? Oh, what's, like, you know, talk to to people around. That's what we, there is about a billion and trillion, whatever, not a trillion, because they killed half of us with COVID. (laughs) They killed half of us with COVID, but it's like a billion of us, so it's just like, talk to somebody that you never spoken to. I think that's my problem now. Um, I don't mind talking to a stranger, and that's really different, so I had to get out of that mentality and the habit that I learned to be so impatient, Mm -hmm. and now I just be like, call me a slow pope, baby, I don't give a fuck, I'm taking my time. (laughs) Cause like it's 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 not my it's not y'all time and it's God's time and y'all rushing through the life that God has created for y'all for what? Right. For you to just get old and get to where you need to go and be sick, dementia, cancer, ill, and now you can't do shit but sit down and lay down. Right. You gonna wish you would have did it. Well, us as people need to start doing just like you said, man. Just learning how to slow down. Cause you try to speed up. And social media really got everybody in the bond. Cause it's like. Everybody looking on social media saying, okay, this person, this age, and he or she got this, or they doing this, and it's like, man, I got to hurry my life, my life up. And instead of slowing down and just being grateful for what you got, because uh, I know the, uh, when I went to church, I think it was like last Sunday or two Sundays ago, pastor was preaching about the future is behind you. And uh, what he mean by that is you going through life and you don't even know and realize until, like, you probably get older. Yeah, you didn't pass through everything. Not even that, that God has put in hidden gems mm. in your life mm. to set you up for your future. 
And you didn't miss them. You, you don't miss them. So it's like, he just saying, just go back and realize, okay, the situation I went through here or the trials and tribulations I went through here, let me see how I came out of that or what I got from it, what I learned from it. Let me go back to this relationship, see how I learned from this relationship. So my getting to my future, future relationship, I know what to do or how to do it. Or it's like, okay, I learned how to do this back then or I just got bored and found a hobby. And, oh, okay, if I go back and, you know what I'm saying, do what I got to do, bro, I'm just sitting on a gold mine right now. You don't even know, like, I say, when the guy says, you know, he orders your steps. Mm-hmm. So your plan and your destiny is already made for you. You just got to. You just got to. Stand still. Yeah, trust him. Still stand still and trust and look, see the salvation of the Lord. Cause let me tell you something. Um, I had I had a similar. I was listening to a podcast and the guy was like, and I think that's what kind of clicked me. The guy was like, his daughter asked, "How, Daddy? How you hear from God?" Mm. And he was telling his daughter, he was like, you know. Can you hear me? Like he was whispering to her, he was like, Can you hear me? And she was like, Barely. She was like, So if I'm whispering to you and you can't and you trying to hear me, what do you do? She said, I gotta stay quiet. She's like, Oh, okay. Mm. He was like, So if I move over here and I'm whispering, he's like, What do you gotta do now? He she was like, I have to come close to you. Mm. So she was like, Okay. He said, so when you get in front of me and I'm still talking low, what, what do I have to do? She said, I have to stay quiet and stand still so I can be able to hear you. She said, that's how he was like, that's how you hear from God. Most of the time what God is really aiming and trying to grasp from out of us is I want you. I want you to come back to me. I want right. you to have a better relationship with me. Let me get into this mic so I can talk to you. I want you to have a better relationship t- with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And in, in having this relationship with me, I want you to be able to trust me. Mm-hmm. Which means sometimes hold your tongue, hold your ego, hold your flesh. Like just because such and such and such did this at the at the job and at right. the house and your relationship is these motherfuckers acting crazy around you, mm-hmm. you still need to hold your hold your mute. Yep. So hold your tongue, and then just when they're doing this and they're doing all this stuff around you, you ain't gotta go do nothing back. You ain't gotta just stand still. Let me do what I, let me do what I gotta do for you because you my child. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I'm thinking, like, now, like, how I've talked to you and lay about, it's just, like, the awakening that most of us need to come to mm-hmm. is getting closer back to God. Yep. And it's just not, it's it's in your own way. You don't have to do it like your grandma did it. You don't have to, like, it, even if you sit at home sometimes and you can just turn on YouTube. This stuff is on YouTube now. Yep. This is right in front of us. On your hand, on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no excuse for a lot of us to be like, oh, I ain't, I ain't been to church. I ain't heard no word. I ain't heard no sermon. Why? Why? You can cut on Tim Ross and hear him every morning give his daily sermon. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, we watching shit. <laughs> we watch. We're, we're literally pouring ourselves into watching these reality shows, these look 
comics and sitcoms this shit ain't doing nothing but feeding the fucking negative energy that's already inside of us now you wonder why you want to throw glass at somebody because bitch you just seen goddamn Porsche did it on motherfucking Red House of Atlanta <laughs> like real. no for real so it's just like you gotta be aware of your surrounding and that comes with being patient and being present mm-hmm. because if you're not aware of what's going on in front of you you're not like you said you're not going to see the little gems. Mm-mm. You're not going to catch the downloads. You're not going to get like, how can you pray for the spirit of discernment if you're not even patient to get the spirit of discernment? That doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. I, I, uh, going back to you know what I'm saying, what the pastor says, like prayer is a preeminent, preeminent keystone for success. And uh, we told a story where um, his disciples was trying to figure, uh, was asking Jesus a question. And instead of like them asking, hey, Jesus, can you teach us how to pray? They asked, Jesus, teach us to pray. So instead of like, you know, trying to figure out, no, let me see how to word this. Yeah, they watch. They were trying to figure out, you know, how Jesus be so like calm situations or learning his characteristics. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Yeah, and they just they looked at how he prayed. So when I say prayer is a preeminent keystone for success, you seek. You will find, you ask, you receive, you knock, and the door will be open to you. So you can just be able to eliminate the outside world. Just put your phone down just for 30 minutes to an hour and just have that alone time with God. You will start to realize a lot of stuff you go through, how amazing, mm-hmm. how faithful, mm-hmm. how merciful he is. Then you'll be like, okay, I need to get back on my my business. I need to stand on business. And once you, I can say this from my, from personal experience, once you turn your life over to God, it's not only going to be the best thing that you ever do, but also it's going to be the hardest thing you ever do. Right, because you're going to deal with them. You're going to deal with temptation after that it's in your a, flesh. It's a lot of stuff that gets thrown at you. It's easy when you of this world. You know what I'm saying? You. You know what I'm saying? Copy the behaviors and customs of this world that he tell us not to do. It's easy to go out, party, drink, you know what I'm saying? Fall in temptation and do all the other stuff. And you ain't going to have no worry because that's a, that's what the devil wants you to do. You know what I'm saying? You just going along with his wicked schemes, his plan, doing all that. So you ain't going to have no trouble or barely in any trouble in life. But she wants you to say, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do this or... It's like everything, yeah, everything get thrown at you then. Everything comes your way. So I say this. A lot of people just reevaluate your life. Just sit in a room or just go in your, your bedroom, your closet, bathroom, sit in your car, whatever, and just sit right there and have a conversation with God. Go over what he did in your life, what he about to do, and what he already, you know what I'm saying, is preparing you to do because it's like, Ain't nobody greater. 
you can, you know what I'm saying, idolize these celebrities and stuff like that who don't even know your name. You know what I'm saying? The actors, actresses who don't even know your name, can't even tell you your name or can't even just describe who you are. But you got a God who knows the number of hairs on your head, know you before your parents knew you, and can just tell you about yourself more than you know about yourself. So it's like, why not give your life back to somebody that... Yeah, why not submit to his will? Give your life back to somebody that gave his life up for you. Because they so... I think because they so in it. The thing is... well, And I feel like... Because I, I can say this because... When I um when I when I used to work and I and I got in my, to my spiritual journey, it would be a lot of people that I could talk to, right? Mm-hmm. I could talk to and I can be like, okay, this way and this way. I think people are so hell bent on staying mm-hmm. the way that they are because it's comfortable. For one, at the same time, it's the judgment mm-hmm. because. Once I went after a while, once you stop doing everything what you're used to doing, mm-hmm. people be like, "Oh, you acting new. Right. What's going on with you? You acting new? Oh, you oh. So what you you, you doing this now? Mm-hmm. This how we moving and grooving? Not one time you don't have a friend to be like, "Oh well, let me go to church with you. Right. Let me go to let me go to what? Cause like now, excuse me, I'm on I'm big on like. Like I told you, art, because mm-hmm. that's something that I used to love. Right. If 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 I don't want to go to the club no more, you my friend, and I'm saying I don't want to go to the club no more. But I I didn't found this art studio, mm-hmm. and they having a showing. Instead, he said, "All right, friend, let's go. I'll go with you." People be quick to say, "That's boring. I'm not doing that." It's because the lifestyle mm-hmm. of doing the the hellish shit in Bab- Babylon. Because that's exactly what it is. Hell mm-hmm. shit in Babylon. Y'all are more comfortable with that lifestyle. Because, and I and I hate people. <laughs> I was talking about this. I hate people that say I'm spiritual and I can do and I can be free. And that's, that's not spiritual. That's, you, you're giving an, an excuse to something that that claims and, and that goes off of being free just to be a fucking hoe. To be a hoe, it's my body. I can't, I'm a liberty. Just say you want to be a hoe, baby. Mm. It's okay. Because in the outside of God, it's, it's not cool. Mm. It's not cool to lay with different people. And it's not cool to do it in spirituality either. Because if you're a real spiritual person, you know that you're, you ain't nothing doing. You ain't doing nothing but an energy transfer, a soul tie. Mm-hmm. With everybody that you open your legs to, it's a soul tie. Yep. Can't keep doing that. Why? Because you keep, you're laying with different demons. You wonder why you get up the next day? You want to shoot somebody kill somebody you thinking about depression mm-hmm. you hate your job your money fucked up because the motherfucker that just laid in your bed the night before was dealing with that so he just gave it to you and he came and got your your shit right and also going back to the whole soul ties thing when they say when you become attached that's a real thing like that's, that's going along with soul ties oh for shit show that shit don't leave you so say if you you know what I'm saying for a woman you dealing with a man, you know what I'm saying? He did you wrong, you know, you done talking to him, but you wake up the next day thinking about him. You know, you wonder like, man, what he doing? Or you might go scrolling on his Instagram trying to figure out what he's doing. And vice versa, for a male, you wonder like, damn, why I can't get her out of my mind? Bro, she's a part of you and you is a part of her. 
So it's like people gotta be aware. Oh, that makes sense, baby. I ain't even finna sit here and jump till you can be it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you be like, what the fuck? Yep. Why the fuck is this person even coming to the thought right now? Mm-hmm. And then it just be like, it be hard because it just be like, all right, you'll remember then it be like, fuck that nigga, but at the same time, why, why is he on my mind? Mm-hmm. Is something wrong? Is it like, do he, like, is he trying to manifest me? That's what bitches be saying real quick. Is he trying yeah. to manifest me? Bitch, no. <laughs> like, his energy is inside of you. Just like he was inside of you. His exactly. energy is inside of you. So, people got to watch, you know what I'm saying, who they see you with. But God tells us anyway to wait till marriage anyway. You know what I'm saying? I know some women or men be like, man, I just got to see what it's like before yeah, I Yeah, I was a thought. So, I mean, it's Do hard. you go buy a shirt before you try it on? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, can, I mean, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't, you know what I'm saying, be a hypocrite of myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I am fell into that temptation before, but now that I'm, you know what I'm saying, aware, you know what I'm saying, now I'm getting to the word, I understand, okay, what he mean by, it just, you know what I'm saying, be patient and wait. It's going to be worth your while. Because, like, now, like, you in a situation where, like, man, we've been here together for this long. It's like, but it ain't the same no more. But, I ain't trying to be the one like, man, this ain't going to work out. So it's like, now you in a situation where you might not want to be in. And so it's all because, you know what I'm saying? Y'all done, y'all, y'all. Too Baby, I'm gang, so I think God, I really know what's up with me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else I can tell him, but um, he know my heart. He know his child. Um... When I get to the prayer that me and him and have a conversation, however he want to go about it, we'll go about it. Mm-hmm. If he tell me I got to sit outside for a couple of days, then just, hey, as long as I'm outside, I'm cool with it. Just don't send me down there. Yeah. And that, people got to understand, man, hell wasn't designed for us from the get-go. Mm-mm. Like, we are, you know, we our, our real home is in heaven. You know what I'm saying? But, man, I was just reading earlier. You know, by God's grace, His mercy, by so much love that He had for us, He sent His only Son to die for us. For someone who ain't never sinned, did any wrong in his life, but He's seen a greater good on the other side of that cross and say, "You know what? Thanks. I'm finna prevent them because sin, sin equals death. Them saying we 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 was dead, but." By him dying on that cross, by him shedding his blood on that cross, he was given new creation. And when he rose, we rose as well. So we 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 eventually gonna be right there next to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're eventually gonna see him again. So I say, man, what what's on this earth is temporary. So yeah, it's what's inside you is just everlasting. That's everlasting. Like when you leave, all that money you say you got, all them. You can't take that material shit with you. You can't take. I don't care if you a billionaire. I'm working a nine to five, bro. You can't take them twelve cars. You can't. You can't take them twelve car three houses in a Porsche. You can't. You can't, man. I'd rather see them, them streets of gold. Mm-hmm. Then just you know what I'm saying. See somebody else here on earth. Just you know what I'm saying. Boasting it. Like, bro, when he come back, you can't say, well, you know, God, I, I got this Rolls Royce, so, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know what I'm saying, this Audi truck, 
You know what I'm saying? I did good for myself and I also gained back. I'm like, man, no, I ain't ain't looking at that. I'm finna get your heart. You know what I'm saying? Was you genuine when you gave back or was you genuine to others that you was around? I was just about to say that. Also, another thing is, what did you do for my people? What did you do for my people? In in the time of you being here on planet Earth that I gave you to be here, the life expanded I gave you, right? Because he is giving it to us. Mm -hmm. The life expanded I gave you, what have you put into this universe that can help my people? Mm -hmm. Because if you just was selfish and only help yourself, Mm -hmm. how can I be? Who am I? Okay, yeah, you say, Lord, forgive me, but if you seen this person, that's why I be so hell bent. If you see, the, if you see the next one struggling, and you can help them some type of way come up, don't be that person. Just like, oh, that ain't my business. Mm-hmm. Each one teach one. We learned that in school. Right. Each one teach one because every the not everything that's inside of you may not be the next person. Mm-hmm. So you can help that person, but you don't know with you helping that person something they might have can help you exactly so that's why i saying like i'm 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 very hell bent on there i don't meet a stranger reason mm-hmm. being is because when i when i'm starting to talk to that person there's a reason that god placed me in this moment and in this moment at this time at this place so mm-hmm. i can meet you and talk to you because there's very much so something in your mouth that i need to hear mm-hmm. it's not it's not the case of oh i don't like new people i don't want to and that's something that society has to stop now we're so comfortable with the circle that we're in. And sometimes the circle that you're in, those are the main people that are attacking you and that's against you. Instead of being a, a stranger in a whole different other state or in, in a whole on another street, you see them at the grocery store. You won't even speak and say, say nothing to this person. But you don't even know that these per- this person can help you get out of a situation that you're probably already in. You didn't probably re- reiterate it. Over umpteen amount of time to your same friend group and nobody's help you. Mm-mm. But you can have a two second conversation in a grocery store with a neighbor of yours, and I got a friend that do this and do this, and boom, they get your situation handled now. Exactly. <clears throat> but we don't want to do that. Man, it'd be your own partners and be your own group, your group you've been around. But well, I want people to realize a lot of people that you used to hang with and you're not around no more. Just evaluate while you're not around. It was a season. And I always say, God, remove people from your life because he heard conversations that you couldn't hear. Say that again. God, remove people from your life because he heard conversations that you couldn't hear. I'm hell-bound believer. And we're going to piggyback off of that. That's that's a a topic for your motherfucking ass, Eric. Mm -hmm. Because I think, to me, I used to pray to myself and saying I regard I release anything or anybody in my circle around me that may cause me harm hurt danger or maybe just isn't for me mm-hmm. Un, like it's what was it um clear my sight and my vision so I can see the people who are for me mm-hmm. and who aren't for me and I was just like you know your God has this funny way of like working shit out yeah Cause it's just like you praying for it. All mm-hmm. right, the next day, you pick up the phone, you call somebody. Danny answer your phone call. Mm-hmm. You texting somebody. Danny responding back to you. Mm-hmm. You call them again. You ain't getting nothing back. But you told me when you open your mouth mm-hmm. and you prayed and you asked me for these things. Yeah. I have been uh, too many times in my life 
of solitary. And mm-hmm. when you go into solitary, I think with us, the people, we we get to the point of just like, okay, we, we're not around these people no more. What did I do? What What's going on? It ain't nothing that you did, baby. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing what you did. It's just what you said. When you wasn't around, mm-hmm. when you wasn't in their presence, when you when you didn't go to the club with them that night, when mm-hmm. you didn't pick up the phone because that nigga was being on them or that nigga just had fucked another bitch, mm-hmm. when you didn't do that, you don't know how many. What you don't know what they said out their mouth about you. You don't know how they how they curse you with their tongue. Mm-hmm. So I had to remove that out of your life because the next level that I'm taking you to. The come. next level that I'm taking you to, they can't come along can't with you. I, I can't I can't bless you and then bless the people that's with you and they still with you. Mm-hmm. How can I give you something in your life that's gonna be a, a mighty blessing for you mm-hmm. and you finna give it to the person who's very much so your enemy? Exactly. What what I don't get me? <laughs> I, I got a I got a shirt now on the back of is my greatest enemy is my enemy. So not only you you know what I'm saying you gotta battle whatever people that don't need to be around you, but you also got to do that battle with yourself. Thanks, and that's one of the hardest ones. It's one of the hardest ones. So once you just say, like going back to what you were saying, asking you shall receive. Once you ask God, like man, this will reveal a lot of stuff to me. You start to see, like, hold on. Like you said, this why this person ain't picking up my phone. I thought we was cool, or why this person ain't supporting my business, or why this person ain't. You know what I'm saying? Just, just answer a phone call when I need them. I just need, you know what I'm saying, just to talk to somebody. But you don't want to answer. But once you just, okay, they may eliminate all the distractions and everything that's preventing me from hearing God's word. Because he, he, he's not going to talk to you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, just like how we talking right now. It's going to be a gentle whisper. You just really got to sit still, be alone, and just listen to what he's saying. So, as you doing that, I'm like, okay, now God, I'm starting to understand. But the enemy not going to like that. So, now that's when that battle. He coming with the attacks. Mm-hmm. That battle come with you. Now you're like, man, now, hold on, man. I, I don't know. I don't rock, rock like that. I know I don't think like that. So, you start to battle with yourself. But God will really humble you real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Let tell tell me about it. Yeah, he will yeah. humble you quick, and it, it, he'll humble you in your tracks, mm-hmm. and that because it's like the very situation. And I think this is why I always I never put my mouth on people. The very situation that one person is going to mm-hmm. going through, as soon as you talk down on that person, mm-hmm. you finna be the next one in line. Exactly. So it just be like. Come on now. He can, he'll humble you quick. He'll humble you so quick that you just be like, hold up now. Damn. Yeah. Come on, my boy. You ain't really have, you moving like that. We grooving like that. Like, I, I understand it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the same time, I've always took this as when stuff getting thrown at me, because I'm in some shit now that it's just like at the beginning of the year. Oh, this how we coming. You coming mm-hmm. with your, you coming with the floor of Mayweather in this bitch. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. As soon as it happened to me, I was like, all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right, I'm, in, I'm fasting, mm-hmm. and this shit is getting, you know what I'm saying, and it's getting thrown at me, so I'm in here, and I'm just like, I pick up phone call, me, talk to me, I'm just like, I'm breaking down, all right, so I get off the phone, and I said to myself, wait a goddamn minute, mm-hmm. like, every test 
comes with a testimony. Mm-hmm. So, you mean to tell me this shit happened at the beginning of the year? Boy, I know you got something for me in this. Well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just, it's my, it week. When did he be? And yeah. then, you know what I'm saying? It's the third. My and this how you Trump. coming. So, it's just like, okay, third. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what is going to happen by March. That's the third month. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like... I'm not. I'm, I'm still having faith. I got faith in my every, and then I wake up sometimes. I say everything is working out in my favor. My neck, like my alarm in the morning, is William Murphy. Something good is about to happen. His song and the, the thing on it says, "My next is now." So every morning I'm programming my brain. Every mm-hmm. time I wake up, I'm gonna have something in my spirit. I've been doing this for a year now, so I, I know something for me is coming because I can't keep getting attacked by the enemy, mm-hmm. and God doesn't have nothing else for me. So that's the thing when I feel like when we go through tests and trials, instead of just being quick to beat up on yourself and quick to just give in, and I went in the, when I'm Eric, mind blowing on the phone with my mom. I had my moment, then I went into straight worship afterwards. Cause like, it's just like, God, I thank you for whatever you giving me, mm-hmm. whatever you giving me. Cause it's just like, when I lost my apartment and all that happened to me, right, right after that, three months later, you got a job, a promotion on your job. You got umpteen amount of money for them to pay up your rent for the half of the next year. So it was so much that came after that. So it's like, God, I can't I can't sit here and say, oh, I don't trust you. You don't have my back. Because you've always favored me. Anything mm-hmm. that ever came to my mind has been in front of me. Like Cat Williams said, I'm the richest person. When I wake up, it's because it's not that, that what I want, I don't have. If mm-hmm. I want it, the only thing I have to think and speak it, and God is going to give it to me. Yeah. Because that's the law of attraction, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to be in the right energy, in the right mind, and in the right frequency to be able to hear the higher power and get what's needed for you. Mm-hmm. Because what we do is we be quick to see what happens to us or the next mother... Mm-hmm. This will fuck you up too. You're so worried about the next motherfucker and what mm-hmm. they got and what 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 you don't have instead of celebrating your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Because God, I thank you for I thank you. My cousin got a new car. Cause right. baby, when I get mine, I'm, I want her to be the same way for me. Mm-hmm. But you can't be happy because you you in misery because you you ain't you don't have a car. Oh, you got this. You still got this, the same beat up ninety six hundred. When at the same time, baby, God can bust two tires off that bitch, and you ain't got no money. You now you ain't got no car. Exactly. And now you need your cousin to take you to work, but you was you wasn't happy for her. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always be mindful of how you're thinking when it comes to how what is life is presenting you because you never know your blessing could be right around the corner and you mm-hmm. probably block your own blessing for putting your fucking mouth on something that you ain't got no business. Exactly. And when he throw them challenges at you, you're looking, all right. Mm-hmm. I accept it. Mm-hmm. I accept it because this is a part of my story. I have to go through this in life because why? I'm learning something what the fuck not to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, but at the end of the day, God, I still trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my hands on it. Like, sorry, I'm gonna still say this. Um, T.D. Jakes has a sermon that I will always and I will forever tell. I don't care what you think of the man right now. T.D. Jakes has a sermon that on it's on YouTube. It's called "Timing Is Everything." Mm. Your timing and when you want something. Is not God's timing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we try to fix everything when God just wants you to be still mm-hmm. 
and just wait and and be patient. And sometimes those the most the most times when he hits you at the bottom of your kneecap, mm-hmm. that's when he wants you to fall on his knees so he so, so you can pour into him. Yep. Cause that's what you I want you to do that so I can get what I need out of you so I can give you what's deserving of you. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to do that. Not at all. And I can definitely, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be, <clears throat> well, I can't say I'm a hypocrite myself. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, I am still am a follower of Christ, believer of Christ, and I'm always and forever will be. You know, back then I can't say I always like, I done worried before, I done doubted before. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get up here and sit in line and say I'm just, you know what I'm saying, just perfect. I'm not. But I had to come to realize, and I just, Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And I, I had to realize I've been trying to constantly fix everything by myself. And God is telling me, bro, you must don't know who I am. Stop trying to fix everything yourself. Stop trying to heal yourself. Bro, I'm the healer. I'm the prince of peace. Bro, just give it, bro, just cast all your burdens onto me and I got you. But what I need you to do, once you do that, you got to be patient. It's not going to come right then. It's not going to come when you want it. When it comes, when I say it's supposed to come, you're like, dang, this came at the right time, the right moment. When I needed it, but you trying to rush everything, you trying to rush his, his time and do everything. You just, you just only gonna, you know what I'm saying, worry yourself, which is gonna diminish your faith. This is gonna diminish your trust. You like, man, why he ain't doing this for me? Or then you gonna you gonna try to question him, and that's one thing you're not gonna you're not gonna want to do is question him. So I say, man, just 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 be patient, and I'm still working on that as well. But I have gotten better from what I used to be. So how I am now, it's like a whole different me. It's like I'm constantly telling myself, like, I had a testimony the other day. So my best friend, my brother at this point, well, my brother for a long time, I was asleep. He called me. It's around like 8 o'clock. If I tell you how God worked, he was like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Power went out. And you know what I'm saying, just do a prayer, you know what I'm saying, try to get the power back on. So I got you. Instead of going back to sleep, instead of just laying down and just just sitting there for a moment, I got straight up. I went to my room, got on my knees. I said, God, bless those over there in that neighborhood and bless the neighborhood next to them. Bring power back. And restored over there in their neighborhood as well as the next. I said, Lord, I plead your blood over their neighborhood. I plead, I plead your blood. I said, before the night is over with, turn the power back on. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the couch. So after you do that, of course, here come these intrusive thoughts of trying to change your mind, try to diminish your faith. Now you like, oh, is he really gonna do it? And it's like them thoughts kept trying to come in my mind. But I'm like, nah, man, I know he's gonna do it. God, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't even think like that. I don't even rock like that. And I kid you not. An hour later, a partner called me back and said, hey, man, we got power. And this was 9 o'clock. You better say a word. 
An hour later, he said, man, the power is back on. The night ain't one over with. This is an hour later. I said, Lord, I plead your blood over that neighborhood to bring power restored back into that neighborhood. So, like I said, I'm going back to what I said before. You ask and you shall receive. God is there at all times. You might be hanging over that cliff, but you ain't going to never fall. Mm. Oh, you better say that's. You might be hanging on that cliff, but you'll never fall. You'll never fall. That is something that y'all need. This is that's the title. You might be hanging over you. You're over the cliff, but you'll never fall. Mm-hmm. Let me put it in my phone. <laughs> you're over the cliff, but you'll never fall. Because I think that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a hole in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Because that's a, I think that's what a lot of us go through because sometimes only thing God wants you to have is faith as a mustard seed. And if you look at a mustard seed, if you can't have that much faith, you can't have that much faith in, to believe God on the small things and just little little random like like how you said the power. If you can't have faith like that for God, how can you have faith for the big things that you want? Exactly. How can you do that? It's impossible. I'm sorry. You can't give that man faith of a mustard seed. I mean, that's that's how you really know that the enemy can, can control and attack the mind. And sometimes it ain't even the enemy. Hmm. Sometimes God will send you a test to test you to see if you really believe and trust mm-hmm. in him. You can't all, we, we give the enemy too much credit. Mm-hmm. We That's give the enemy true. too much credit because most of the time it's not even the enemy. Sometimes it's God. It's like, all right, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this on paper because mm-hmm. you, you said it, right? You said it. You, you said you can believe. You said you got this. You type of faith. You said you got this. Right. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put you to the test. What you, what you got? Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Because how you move in a grooving, that's not how you move in a grooving. Yeah. You. So you sit here and pray to me, and you, you're all on your. You're in line. You won. You my child. We this. We that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you rocking with me heavy. Now let me throw a test at you. Mm. Unexpected. Unexpected. Is are you finna be like, God? Why me? Exactly. God, what's going on? God, what did I do? Why you do this to me? Instead of doing, why not you? If you're my child and if you're my servant, mm-hmm. I gotta test you just like I'm testing everybody else. I gotta know you for me. Exactly. Like, I got to know you, you're not going to fall, especially in future times that's, that's mm-hmm. coming. Got to know this ain't temporary. I need to know that you're you you a full fix. You're yeah. not half of a fix. Mm-mm. You can't be in and out. Mm-mm. And that's, and that's, that's the most what, that's what most of us want to do. Mm-hmm. That sometimes Christian shit, mm-hmm. it ain't working. Because God know my heart. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't say that even if I'm not watching it, it's going to be on. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from as a child. What's in me, when we used to go to prayer, and when we used to go to and buy, prayer and Bible studies, all that stuff, most of the time you, you sleep, you on your phone, mm-hmm. you doing this, you doing that. Yeah, you weren't paying attention, but you was in the environment. Sometimes you, if you can just have it in your environment, It'll do what it needs to do for you. Right. Instead of just be quick to put on some sexy red. 
put on honey Alexa no let me not say it too loud but Alexa no real 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 deal Holyfield he's able radio and William Muffet radio on Pandora mm-hmm. that's just the only thing that barely play and granddaddy song a charge to keep I have mm-hmm. that station I play it in the house that's the only thing that I can play in here that it, it upsets my spirit and by you saying that <clears throat> also as I know I'm saying going back to the whole power situation Leia sitting next to me. And me and my pop, we talking about, man, man, all glory goes to God. You know, man, like, bro, you know what I'm saying? That's a true testament of faith. Mm-hmm. And as me and him talking, guess what song is, like, Leia's playing? He is able. She's playing this song while we ju- we are talking about a testimony. He just gave me chills, big dog. She is playing a song. He is able. And he just showed me he did. He is. I mean, I, I done experienced him before. You know what I'm saying? I, so I know. You know what I'm saying? He's real. I know he's able. I know he's faithful. And we just got to be. We just got to continue to put our faith in him. You got to be still. You got to be able to stand still and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And like, God knows how strong you are. Mm-hmm. But when that test come, he, he is he wants you to know how strong you are. Mm-hmm. So you're like, dang, how I got in that situation? Oh, damn, man, he got me through that. Like you said before, I, I and I keep this with me. God gave his toughest battle to his strongest soldiers. Mm-hmm. So once you get some, like, man, I just a trial and tribulation or something out of the blue from nowhere, endure it. Smile on Kev like. Dang it, man. Somebody done. I got another thing to get fixed on my car. Or, dang, why this person ain't talking to me no more? Walk through that storm with a smile on your face. Because it's always a promised land on the other side of that Red Sea. So. I'm going to find it right here. Just how you said it. Um. I got this from a message from um, Pastor um, Keon Henderson. It was um, when you are going through something mm-hmm. in the challenge, how God wants us to operate is the three E's. You have to endure it, embrace it, and exceed it. Mm. So that means you see what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. You see what's being get, like what's been handed to you. Mm-hmm. So you see it, have a moment, be human, because we all are humans. We have feelings. Yep. And it's a, sometimes life can be overwhelming. Yeah. Endure it. All right, so now we got to do it. So now you have to go through it, figure out how to do it. Like, it, you gotta, you're expecting what's, what's next. Mm-hmm. Well, you should already be understanding what's going on. After you get through that, you got what you got. You see what's been handed at you. You see what you like. See what you probably need to do. What you can do. If you can't do, it can't. Then exceed it. After you exceed it, go through it. After that, leave it be. Right. Because that was another test for a testimony. Mm-hmm. But you can't. What we can't do is we can't keep sitting here. And literally, I I hate people who go through life. And go through things. I'm not saying be human. I'm saying 
Stop dwelling on the things that you have no control over. If you can't fix it, if it can't be done, why are you running yourself sick right. in the ground? Take your hand off it and just be like, all right. Now, if you can't fix it, please do the work. Right. <laughs> if it's just something minor, like if you if you if it's something that you need to do, or they're giving you sources, if you can figure it out, yes, please do the work. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, baby, what God got for you, God got for you. Can't no devil in hell take what what God has for you. Mm-hmm. It's like you gotta understand. You have to get yourself out of bondage first. Mm-hmm. Because if you stay wrapped up and tied up into the things that you do not need to be in, your blessings will never come. Mm. Your blessings will never come. You will be same you will be stuck at the same level. Which will be with everybody else. And to be honest with you, talking to a lot of people these days, they're okay with it. A lot of people are okay with going to work, working a nine to five, going to the gym after they eat a little something. Now I'm finna go to the club. I'm finna go find something to do, go out. That's it for them. You have no purpose. You have no job. You think God put all of us here just for us to just be regular, regular people? Every, everybody ain't chosen. I can't say that. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. Some of you are. Some of you probably was meant to be left in Jerusalem. <laughs> Everybody is not his chosen. Mm-hmm. But the ones who are, and you know the calling of God, is on, you know God has the calling on your life, do what you need to do. Because I, if I was still doing the, the same shit that I was doing January the 1st, 2023, 2022, I would be fucked up. Mm. I would be fucked up. I probably wouldn't be doing my podcast. I probably finally wouldn't be finally breeding dogs. Mm. Like, I would be fucked up. I would be in a in a, in a world of sin. I would I would think that going out, getting fucked up, getting drunk, talking shit, going to the next club, going to the next that's it. I would think that's life for me. Mm. I would know what I wanted. I would know what I want out of life, mm-hmm. but I would not be exceeding it because I would still be in. I'm procrastinating. Not, not it's not procrastinating, but I'm wasting my own time mm-hmm. on shit that's still gonna be in there when I get to where I need to be at. Instead of putting in the work, mm. instead of being focused, mm-hmm. instead of praying, instead of instead of speaking life into myself and in my situation. I'm going to get two shots before 12 at the club. <laughs> and then not three, four years later, people still asking you, when you coming out with the podcast? Mm-hmm. Did you say you're going to do this? What happened to the dogs? I'm still waiting. You don't see how little mind of shit can distract you mm-hmm. until it distracts you? It'd be the littlest things that can just probably away from what God has planned for you. Like once the enemy see like enemy gonna know the potential you have before he see it, before you can be able to see it. He already see it, that's why his attack is so mean. So just just and when everybody hear this, start paying attention to the people you're around. Whatever purpose you got going or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you like to do, whether it's, you know, 
create clothes, you do rugs or, you know what I'm saying, you do real estate, whatever. Just start watching the people around you and to see how they act when you tell them, oh, man, hey, I need your help doing this or I'm about to go do this and see if they come through for you. And just like, okay. Now, I, I know I, I know I need to eliminate you because you're going to stop me from getting to my destiny. So you gonna stop what's next for me. You gonna stop. But I don't want everybody to know. God is 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 your greatest friend. God is, is your greatest resource. God is your God is your greatest and only God. And when you just just like I said, just sit right there and just meditate, just Start thinking over all the stuff he did in your life. Man, you be driving, man, you want to pull over. Or you just, I mean, just sit right there and just break down. Just like, dang. I made it this far. And be grateful. And I'm going to tell you this. The reason why I, I just look, I look this up, I, I go off of, I'm very big on 2024. Um, If you add the numbers up, it gives you eight this year eight numerology number means the number of eight represents abundance karma manifestation and power so if you're in this season in this year and you are not putting your your foot to the pedal if you're not tapping into god and getting yourself aligned with the higher power so you can get what's divine for you in this season you're gonna miss out baby yeah. You're gonna miss out. You're gonna be left behind. And if y'all ain't never seen that movie, go search it. <laughs> Cause I watched it in church as a child. Left behind. You will hate. To, I would hate to be left out, left behind when Christ come back. Mm. I would hate to be left behind. I would hate to be in the same predicament or whatever. If if even if you if you're not if you're not a Christian, if it's not Christ, or when when the when the world ends, when the universe, whatever happens when it when it happens, mm-hmm. if you're not spiritually aligned and you're not vibrating at a certain certain frequency, you're gonna be you're gonna be left mm-hmm. behind. Yeah, that's, and people gotta realize that, like set your mind on thing on. on on the kingdom above. And once you just set your mind on that, what's here on this world, you'll start realizing, man, this ain't for me. Like, you don't want to be in a predicament where, like, okay, let me party one last time before you come. And then one last time is your one last time. One last time. (laughs) And then now, when you come back, you got to swing, hey, you know when you got a drunken club? You know when you start following temptation? What, What was all that? Now, when he asks you, start asking you questions like that, what you going to say? I I, 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 I mean, I, I just want to do it. No, nah, bro, I don't want to hear it. Some words, the words that you do not want to hear, I mean, me and my partner would talk about it all the time, is when he say, depart from me, for I never knew you. And you going like that, and he on to, man, that's something you do not want to hear. You want to make sure, like you said, you align with God. Put your faith and your trust in him. You believe that he down on the cross and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. You want to hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. And then when you accept your crown, 
what I'm saying? You got your white robe on, and you walk through them gates, streets of gold. You got, I want people to realize, you may not have a, a mansion of all the riches here on earth. You get to heaven, you're going to have that for eternity. You're going to have that, your mansions and all that, the house you want, it's going to be in heaven. So set your mind on the things above and not things on earth. That's temporary. Because what he said, everything will pass on, but his word for it will forever live on. So you might not, you know what I'm saying, it might not take you just overnight, just be like, okay, I'm finna turn my life over. Like some people can do. But you might want to do it now before it's too late. Because he's being very patient with us right now to give people time to come back to him. Y'all know you're a bachelor. I know you know what I'm saying. You know, had a, a past life where, you know what I'm saying, I'm not too fond of. But I'm not going to judge you over that. If you say, no, God, I'm willing to turn my life over and give it all to him, man, it's going to like, man, I ain't. He gonna look all. He gonna look past. Of course, you are gonna be accounted for it, but he gonna still gonna say, "Well done." You know what I'm saying? Even though you, you know what I'm saying, you're on backslid plenty of times. He gonna give you the rundown. Hey man, you good? I still love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, man, you'd be in a whole worse, worse predicament than what you, you are in now. But I still, I'm still gonna forgive you. I'm still merciful. I'm still grace to allow you to. You know what I'm saying? Messed up a couple of times. I know you're human. You're going to have feelings. You're going to mess up. But I'm going to be the one. I'm like, man, I'm going to let you slide. But don't keep doing it. But, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on, my son. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, bro, just imagine, like, when that time comes, your loved ones are going to pass on, and your, you know what I'm saying, your, your partners or your friends that you are still cool with, just imagine seeing them in heaven. And you get to see them for the rest of your life. Like your, you know what I'm saying? Your grandmother that I'm passed on. Granddad, the ones that you never met. The ones you ain't never met. Because, baby, I'm ready to get up there. I think I, I think what gets me is um, what people don't, because a lot of people don't believe there's a heaven and a hell, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have people say this. Oh, all right, so think about this. We're human, right? Mm-hmm. We're human. So if I sit here and I say, Think of number one through ten, and don't tell me you think that number right. Mm-hmm. When you think, and I want people to be, when you think, if you say to yourself, if I say, "Well, what's your favorite color?" but don't tell, don't tell me to, don't tell me, say in your head, who is that person answering? Mm. Who's that person? When you go through your your day. And you just be like, why the hell I do that? And then you answer yourself, mm-hmm. who is that person? That's your that's that's your subconscious. When you when you go to sleep and you dream, please please don't tell me that you just think you just this just this a dream. What a dream is a, another life. You're now you're in your forty dementia. Mm-hmm. You know you're no longer looking at the illusion that's in front of your eyes and your face that we look at every day. Mm-hmm. Humans at computers, it's TV. A television. It's literally called television. Mm. Like a remote control. It's something that controls you. Mm-hmm. Listen listen to what they're naming these things. This is, they're putting this in the forefront and you're not even paying attention. Right. So when you die, 
Please understand, people that say there's not a heaven or a hell. When you die, your body is gone. Where's your spirit? Mm. Where's your spirit? Mm. Where are you leading your spirit to? Because if you, if you just got hell in your spirit, where you think you're going? You can't. A positive and a, and a negative do not cannot combine. Nope. Because if it do, it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. So we have to separate the two. So some of us who are vibrating on the vibration that you want, when you leave this earth, if you're not in the right mind, right spirit, you can't go. You can't go to upper yonder. You are gonna go, whatever the little Nas X son was when he was sliding out of pole. Oh, hey, boy. That's what you. That's what you're gonna do. So we're just like, even if you don't believe in the heaven or hell, if you get your spirit aligned, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day. We have to, you can't you can't tell me that y'all walk around here every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Some people some people aren't walking around here thinking about killing and blowing up shit. And the only reason why they're doing that because they ain't never had nobody say any kind words to them. Mm-hmm. They ain't had nobody ever come to them and made them feel like they they mattered or that somebody cared. Mm. That's why you are another thing. Always be kind to the next person because you never know their silent battle. Mm-hmm. Because you could probably stop from a nuclear bomb going off by just telling the person, "Hey, how you doing? Smile. You look, you know, you look, you look. It'll brighten up your day if you just put a smile on your face." Right. Yeah, I got to the point now. Like, you know what I'm saying, really, I like really seeing my partner do it, and then now, like, I had to come to realization, like, I can be out. I'm going to ask, you know what I'm saying, if somebody taking, you know what I'm saying, uh, my order, I mean, how you doing? Everything all right? You doing all right? Before we even get to my order, hey, everything all right? How you doing today? When we're going to get in that, or, you know, you never know. And I want people to realize when you out, you see that homeless person on the side. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, I know you got some water in your car. I know you got some money. I know you got some type of food, but it's not going to hurt you because at the end of the day, you never know. That could be Jesus right there sitting on the side. Eric, let me tell you something. <laughs> Funny you said it. I used to get like, I want to say school, but I used to get picked on. And like people would do this to me real quick. Um, paying tithes. This is something that I want. And I need a lot of people to understand too. Paying tithes. I I learned from my bishop, Bishop Dan, Bishop Daniels. Ties don't always have to go to the church. Mm-hmm. You can give your ten percent to his people. Mm-hmm. So at a point in time, I'm a very giving person. I think, and that's that's something that's really biting my bullet right now because I'm not. I don't feel like I'm how I used to be. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, I would just if I see you go like if I see you in the grocery store. When you just pay for your groceries and I see you had a struggle or even if even if it came to my knowledge to give you something, I'm going to be obedient mm-hmm. because the reason that I'm thinking it, right. your, the things that you think is not you. It's, it's literally his spirit. Most people don't understand how to hear from God. Your conscience, your your intuition is literally the voice of God. Mm-hmm. When you sit here and you say, well, if something saying. Get that man ten dollars, and you like get him up for ten. Don't be disobedient. 
Because God just, God is telling you to give him $10 and he can bless you with a thousand. I have literally seen, like, and I think I would be so cool. So, like, it was, <laughs> I was a Kroger picking up an order. My job gifted me a Kroger card. I didn't spend it, but, like, probably, like, almost $80 on it. It was, like, almost $40, $50 left on the girl who worked at Kroger. I told her, she was like, there's still such a, you, you got it, baby. The person that I'm with, like, what the fuck you do that for? She literally works here. She literally, she comes to this place every day. Sometimes she might ain't even got five dollars to her name, wow. but she can pull out that car and say, "I ain't got it." Oh God, I thank you. She can pull out that car and say, "I don't have five dollars to get me something," but this lady did bless me with this, so I can get. That's a that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a blessing. People don't understand how things operate in life. The the little things that you do can affect somebody in a major way, mm-hmm. like a family of four. Lady, I'm sitting here. The lady in front of me. You going through, and I already knew it, it, it just laid on my spirit. You didn't have it because mm-hmm. you swiping from this card, this card, and this card. And I'm telling, I'm think I'm trying to get some bread and, uh, and some bread and tuna. It ain't nobody but me that has. I tell the lady, whatever you got, whatever you just had on the card, don't worry about it. Pay for that. I got the rest of it. Mm-hmm. The next day, I'm getting a check in the mail for over seven hundred dollars. Stop sitting here on stop 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 your stop fucking up your blessings because you're selfish. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you're selfish. You wanna you wanna hold your money to yourself. But the very next thing that God can give you in in a mighty way in a mighty way could be for the for what you have done for His people. Mm-hmm. You can't sit here and see somebody like people and I it, it fucks me up. I cannot see how people can sit here and see people struggle in front of their face and you not help and you not give and you not be a blessing unto somebody else. You only care about yourself. And I think that's probably why God put me in the season of isolation that he did in 2023. Mm. Because I see myself giving myself and I'm stretching myself thin. I'm not getting poured back into Mm. So when my cup is empty, who the fuck is there to fucking fill me back up if I'm not doing it myself? I, Cause I can't do it. Why? Cause I'm wearing my this shit, your shit, that shit, her shit, this mm-hmm. shit. You got this shit with her, this shit got on. I can't. I can't keep doing that. No. I have to fill me up. If, if my cup is empty, I have nothing for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for the person that I know that I, if I can go out into the, into the world. And I can hear God speak to me clearly. That's the person that he's aiming me to. That's why he put me there in that moment. That's why I'm at Food Depot at 7 o'clock at night. To come here and pay for Auntie Pearl groceries. Right. Because she ain't got it. But she need it. You got it. Mm-hmm. Most of us, we have time 10 of what a, another person don't. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't want to give your money to somebody else, you're blocking your blessing. Even if it's something in your house that you don't use no more. And somebody come in and, know, and you know they need it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to give it. And that thing up there collecting dust, you wrong. And I, I pray the hand of God, I put he conflict with everybody's spirit that is listening to this podcast. If you're not doing the will of God as you're supposed to be doing, you shouldn't. I don't want you to sleep at night. Supposed to be, supposed to be doing his will in the first place. And so two things. For one, if you can go out 
and go to the mall, get yourself something nice, buy some clothes. You know what I'm saying? You can go and get that new Louis bag. Cool. But once you walk outside, you see somebody that just only want bread. Maybe like, man, I ain't, ain't giving him nothing. Dang. You know what I'm saying? How you expect, you know what I'm saying, a blessing to be in return? It's like, bro, you got to be mindful of, of other people. Like I said, you never know. That person that you walk past can be Jesus the whole time holding the sign up. Like, man, hey, just God bless somebody just give me $5 or something. And it's like, I saw I got two two stories. One story, when my partner's at work, where he was like, man, he was uh, he was out and about. You know, I think he had walked to like, to his, uh, to try to go get something to eat. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, he had no way to go to the grocery store. So, like, man, I'm going to go down the street and uh, go to the soul food spot, give me something to eat. So, he said he got a plate. And he said he went somewhere else just to get, like, like some hot dogs or something. You know what I'm saying? Just just for the fun of, not for the fun of, but just because. He said as he got that plate with the hot dogs, turned around and walked outside, it's a lady asking for food. He said, God just placed him there. Because by the time he turned around, he handed it off. He didn't even get a chance to just, oh, let me see what's, what's in here. Got the plate, turned around, lady needs some food. He said, man, here you go. So it's like, bro, God going to put you in situations like. like he going to put you in the very place to be a blessing to his people. Yeah, it's I man, it's, it's not that hard. Then it's an, uh, another story where, uh, it's not just just you never know when you are counter God. So this dude, you know, what I'm saying he trains for a triathlon. line. You know, you you know, what I'm saying he works out and stuff like that. So he said the start of the race, you know, everybody of course you're gonna have some people faster, stronger than you. He said, man, he's trying to keep up. He running, but they doing the running part. So. No, you know, on a cycle. So he, he going up this little mountain and stuff like that. And it's this man in like a robe just covered up. And the man is like, like putting his hand out, telling him to stop. He's like, man, I ain't, I'm, I might lose this race. He worried about that. He's like, man, I'm just pull over. So him and the man just having a conversation. He's just talking. And mind you, you know, like when you do the races and stuff like that, you got to, uh, little number on your chest stuff like that so I can tell you know what I'm saying who you are so he said man sir I wish I can talk but I gotta go he said the man just you know what I'm saying let him go so he said by this time he already in last place so now he ain't in the swimming part so he like man he's swimming and everybody just way ahead of him and he like bruh I'm I'm getting down on myself I'm getting defeated he's like bruh I'm, I'm about to lose so they get out the water, you know what I'm saying? They running. He get to about the end of the race. He's in last place. From his perspective. He get to the end and lady, you know what I'm saying, asking what's his name, what's his number is. Now I need to see your badge that's on your, you know what I'm saying, your chest. He said he went to go reach for it. He said he was it wasn't there. Like, man, I know I just had it, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, What's your name? He told her. He was like, Oh. Your number been punched in already. You've won. He said then that's when he realized the man he talked to 
was Jesus. And Jesus went ahead and finished the race for Eric. So you gotta be mindful on who you encounter because you never know. We could be feeding Jesus, giving him thirst, giving him money. And you might pass up on your opportunity because you worried about, man, that this person don't look like me or this person ain't got what I got. Or, man, I ain't finna get nothing to a homeless person. And Jesus is looking like, just watch you walk past. Like, dang, you ain't gonna. You just ignore me. You just don't know me. I'm, look, we don't. Something similar to that, and I'll never forget this because this happened as a child. We're gonna end on this note because Milo is acting a fool in the back. <laughs> um, I'll never forget my grandma. We had, um, my my uncle my my uncle Chris, which is our uncle too. My uncle Chris had went to like picking some man up, and she's, he has seen some man on the side of the road at Bob's. Just mm-hmm. I'm saying, my mama can tell it better than me because I'm. It's like I just remember it. Leave it as that. Seen some man on the side of the road at Bob's, and he was he looked homeless. Mm-hmm. He looked homeless. He just like you know he went from here whatever. So um, brought him back to my grandma's house. My grandma and my grandma and my mama feed him, fed him, clothed him, let him bathe. Um, he said he just trying to get some money to get to, I think it was Florida mm-hmm. at the time. He said he was just trying to get some money from getting to Georgia to Florida at the time. And um, my mama said, well, my grandma said, well, we're on our way out to the church. We can take you afterwards. And he was like, well, I'll go to church with y'all. So my uncle, my uncle went back. My uncle Chris got one of his cleanest suits, mm-hmm. put the man on his suit or whatever. We went to church. After church, me, my mama, and my grandma, and my um, and my uncle Chris. I don't think my uncle, I don't know if my uncle Chris, but I know it was, I think it was, I know it was four of us. I don't know who this other person, but I know for vividly. Me, my mama, my grandma, the man mm-hmm. took him to the Greyhound. Put him on the bus. He was sitting out there. I think they was talking to my mama for my, um, he was talking to my mama for a good bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm still a child, so I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. But I can just see, I can always tell when my mama is, is talking in tongues. So she goes in the tongue, into tongues, and then after that, I don't know what else she, what else she said. Uh, she got out, like, got out of the car and basically tell him, come wait a man by the man get on the bus. We see where the man is sitting, Eric. He gets on the bus. We waving by. By the time the bus pull out and it turns, that seat is empty. Ooh. Ooh. That seat is empty. My, and I can say, God, you know, God bless the day. My grandma's dead now. My grandma, me, my, mom, my mama, and my grandma, we looked at each other. We just like, where he went? I'm probably eight seven. I can still remember and stand in the parking lot with that man and took clear as day. I ain't never seen no shit like that happen before. But my mama said, my mama said what it was is God literally just sent an angel to us mm-hmm. just to be a blessing because we don't know what's coming towards us right. so if he she said just by us feeding that man clothing that man and even opening up to open up my home to him and i don't even know a stranger mm-hmm. that's a blessing that is a blessing but i ain't gonna tell you my mama 
from all the way from Macon, which is like a 30, 40 minute drive, back to Roberta, the lady spoke in tongues the entire way back home. Ooh. The entire way back home. I'm just like, I'm still in the my mama, what happened? Like, she said she couldn't even, she couldn't even, she couldn't talk. She can't, I'm going to tell you, like, your sisters are, Tisha, Tisha, she can see and speak to the dead. She's been doing this, being that she's been able to carry this this spirit and this gift since child. I remember there's times where Tisha could literally be sitting up in the, in the kitchen. She would feel something. She told us when um, Mother Harvey was going to pass over. She was literally in the kitchen washing dishes, and she said she just felt something. And she just started screaming. She said she seen a casket come in the in the our apartment, come down the aisle, like in the hallway. She just seen a room. She just started screaming with the tongue, with the tongues. Five minutes later, they called us and told us Mother Harvey passed. Wow. My mom, she sees angels. She can see, like, anything devilish or a spirit like even my friends mm-hmm. like it's been it's been countless of my friends that she just been in there been sitting in that house and she can read you from a color of paint and she don't even know your business Damn. like the, the hand of prophecy is on her life when i was very much in so in tool i my, my stuff come to me in dreams mm. i told my mom when my godmom was gonna pass on her birthday I told my mom with her sister-in-law's father, we didn't know who it was going to it was going to be my uncle Bali's um wife's dad who passed. Mm-hmm. I told my mom that because I had a dream the prior night, woke up the same morning, get on the phone call my mom, I'm not understanding. That's why I have books. I interpret all my dreams now. Mm-hmm. Got up the next morning, called my mom, told my mom I had just dreamed. I don't know, please call check up on Uncle Bali, don't know what's going on. She called me back probably two or three o'clock in the evening. Were you right? Uncle my uncle Bali's wife father passed. Mm. Who in, in the dream that I I'm I'm envisioning this person. I don't know who it is. I'm a, I'm just dreaming that we're going back up in Musella on the hill and it's a big party. Come to find out this man had a whole club. Holly shit. Wow. So it's just like the thing with my mom when I told my mom. My, the thing that fucked me up with uh, my auntie Pearl, because my auntie Pearl's my godmom, she was like a mother figure to me. So, in the dream, it was like, we we're at St. James. St. James is our home church. I don't know if you know St. James. You you've been Roberta. Your dad daddy know what St. James mm-hmm. is. We're at St. James, and, and St. James is not a church anymore. St. James is a house. I'm riding the car with my my previous godparent who has passed. Mm-hmm. And he's taking me. He's driving me. I'm in the back seat how I used to be in his in his police car. He's taking me up the hill through the alley. And I'm telling him, stop. I see my mom at the church. Or what? It's not the church. It's St. James. But I'm telling him, stop. I see my mom. I want to go with my mama. She's sitting on the porch. We turn around and we go back to the house. The house is dead. It looks literally looks like an old house, abandoned house. Leaves, dead leaves, everything is dead. And she, he, he sits there. My God, my God, Dad. Rest in peace, Pee Wee. He sits there in my dream, and he tells me she's not here anymore. She's gone. I said, okay. 
wake up the next day, tell my mama. I said, mama, I don't think it's you. I said, mama, I think it's Auntie Pearl. Mm. It's a mother figure of mine that's finna pass along. Reason why, for one, the dead is telling the dead is already here in the dream. Mm-hmm. My uncle, my godfather, had passed probably months prior. Wow. I tell my mama that she was like, I don't know, I don't know, boo. She's that's how she said it to me. That's how my mama talked. I don't know, boo. She called me back at four o'clock on her birthday and tell me what Auntie Pearl did that day. So that's why I said like to myself. First of all, some of the gifts that we have, if we can tap into it mm. and be aligned with God, God, oh, Lord, I thank you. God will literally give you the guide, mm-hmm. not even from him, from your ancestors who have passed along, from the people who have lived here. And it's why you think I, I'm always keep Jake and Lanier in my house. Mm. The reason why, because what I can't see, they can and they can cover me. Mm-hmm. Man, I say, I say to myself all the time, like, even though I ain't never got the chance to meet Lanier, that's my baby. We we look every bit like a man. That is man, and that's the main purpose. That's like one of the main purposes why I want to make sure I get to heaven. Of course, I don't even see Jesus, but see my baby, see my other people that I'm passed on, just to be able to see them for eternity. Like I said, I think I told a story to you before where I'm a, I'm a child. We going down there to clean up a grave. You know what I'm saying? It's me, dad, and my mama. So we going down there. I'm just running around. Dad said, don't let him run over the grave. So what I do, I, I'm, I'm, I think I ran or I walked over it. And dad was like, man, I told you no. My mom was like, nah. That's her way of feeling his presence. Like, now she just, okay, while him doing that, she felt her grandson. So it's like, in that situation, it happened for a reason. And my mom tell me all the time, I got a hole on my ear. <laughs> and it's like, bro, like, I think, like, I myself, like, out of my mom's side, I think I'm the only one that got that. But by you telling them a story, I think that's just, I don't pass down. Like, it's got to be a gift because it's like a hole on my ear, like a ghost hole. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro. Like, by you saying that, bro, I'm like, bro, I'm just feeling everything. So, but for real, like, just getting to see another chance to see Lanier. Mm-hmm. Which is very much so. Now, I've spe- I've seen her in the spiritual realm, but to be able to ooh, to be able to look at her, touch her, feel her, because mm-hmm. when you when people talk about her, they just it's, she's such a presence. She's such she's such a presence. And you say once you get into heaven, you are gonna recognize each other. She gonna recognize us. We gonna recognize her, but she gonna definitely recognize us. The man, hell bent. To God be the glory before you pass. When it's time, when it, when it comes to you taking your last breath, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure because what people don't understand, like what people understand, when like I think I told, I would say to um, 
my sisters, them, when we was dealing with the passing of granddaddy, when he was laying in the hospital bed, his spirit is already gone. Mm-hmm. His spirit is already gone. Reason being is why I'm, I'm sitting there with Auntie Nisa while she gone and she at the hospital and I'm waiting for her to come back. I can feel his presence in his chair. I can feel his spirit is already. It's just. It's just a body. Mm-hmm. It's just a body. Your spirit is what is. What people don't understand is. We have to know that the dead live among us, like. Just because they they're gone from the body, mm-hmm. how we sitting here now, they could be sitting right here. And, and if y'all here, how y'all how, hey how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. But I'd be quick r- r- denying to make it known in my house mm-hmm. because sometimes, I, I mean, the first time I did that, and I'm gonna this shit fuck me up, Eric. I think I only sleep for three days. I I think I only sleep for three days. I'll never forget this. I had um did my rituals how I do for like um. For daddy, and I think it was a dream that I woke up out of. It was a dream that I woke up out of, but he had in the dream he kid he the, the the guy said, "Let me tell you how your granddaddy always known that he in the room, or he always he always gonna do it to a person. He gonna grab you by your neck and he gonna kiss you." Literally in my dream, I feel somebody grab my neck and kiss my cheek. I woke up so quick. And at the time I was my homegirl, she's very spiritual. So she says, Well, she she said, Well, wait till you finally feel it. Wait wait till you finally have that encounter. And when I had it, Jake, I didn't sleep for three days. No, I slept during the daytime. And if I slept too, they had to be at my house. Mm. I'm not I'm not mm-mm. But she said, Well, if you're not comfortable with that, you can tell them, don't touch me. Just come to me. Tell them how do you want to be communicated with. I was on strooms. I'm gonna tell Garrett clear thing. I was talking my homegirl Brittany. I can call her now. In Destiny, I had these rooms. I can still. I can sit. Thank you, Mama. And that's the reason why I have dogs. Dogs can sense things that we don't hear and feel. Mm-hmm. I was on shrooms, Eric. I kid you not. In my apartment, my old apartment, I seen grandma standing in the middle of my hallway so clear as day. With whatever, what she got on over here in that picture. I looked at Brittany. I couldn't do nothing but bone. I'm sitting there crying my eyes out. And Brittany just like, who the fuck is that? Because she's spiritual too. Brittany's mm-hmm. spiritual too. Brittany's like, who the fuck is that? My other cousin just like I don't want to know. Like she's she because like when you anybody that takes psychedelics, that's the reason why we take psychedelics as a spiritual person. Stop, my little chance. That's the reason why we take psychedelics as a spiritual person to connect with the unknown. That's the only thing that it'll open your third eye in different ways that you can't see it. But I never forget that that strong ride. That's probably why I don't want to do them bitches no more. Because it's just like you can. You don't know if it's like, but you can't do it in a negative environment. I can tell you, I can tell that 
If you do shrooms, if you do any psychedelic, and anybody around you has a negative energy, that shit is going to live in that environment. I had somebody say before, they sit here and watch demons on their fucking TV screen. It's like something trying to attack them. That's something inside of you afflicting with your spirit. Mm. So every trip is not going to be the same trip. Mm. You got to be aware of the people that you're around. <clears throat> so I was cool with like seeing, I was cool with seeing, but I didn't sleep that night. But she was, I think it was just like after I came down from the high, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And my girl, my my my, my home girl, she was just like, shawty. Because we fucked up now. She like, shawty, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and that is another reason why I have dogs. Yeah. Because I never forget when I had Chester and I stayed in Perry. And that's when I knew people around me was not for me. I had a dream of snakes. I'm sleeping. I kid you not, Eric. I had a dream. I'm sleeping on the sofa, like, but it it, it wasn't that. It was just like, um, I can't entail the dream, but I just remembered there was a big snake that tried to attack me, and I'm trying to cross one road to get. I'm trying to cross one road to get back over to my home house, which is my grandmother's, my mom's mother's house, mm-hmm. and I'm on the other side of the road. And in the middle of the road is this big black snake that's trying to come at me and attack me. So I wake up and I wake up out the dream, as I say, and it's like I'm living in my, I'm in my living room, but I'm still asleep. And I look down and I see snakes all in my apartment. And the only thing that fucked me up was what woke me up, up out the dream was Chester. Chester was standing in the middle of the hallway. Nobody's there but me and him. Chester standing in the middle of my hallway barking. And I'm like, what the fuck? I said, Chester, what's going on? I said, what do you see? That's what I'm asking. I'm like, what do you see? He He's looking like he sees somebody and he's barking. So I'm, I call my mom. I was like, Mama, I don't know where she's going. She hear him in the background like, why? She was like, what is he barking at? I'm telling her. I was like, Mama, I'm sad. I said, I don't even want to look down the hallway, my boy. <laughs> you got me <laughs> fucked up. I don't even want to look down the hallway. I said, Mama, he's literally standing in the hallway barking. My mama said, Lex, I want you to get up, and I want you to get some oil, and I want you to oil, put oil on every door in your house and recite the Lord's Prayer and just say, I bleed the blood. She said, after she said that, she said, Tisha house. She stayed at Tisha, which was across the street. She said, after that, I'm coming. Mm. By the time my mama walked in that house, whatever whatever spirit or whoever had dropped something, because most of the time, what you afflicting with, what's going on with you, somebody dropping that spirit in y'all. Some, it's it's what, what you allow in your, in your sanctuary. Because mm-hmm. your home is your sanctuary. Yeah. Whatever somebody came in and dropped... The only reason why I know it left because the when it when it left and my mama opened the door, Chester ran right out the door behind it. That's why I was just like, after that, I've always had fucking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I've always had dogs because it's just like when the, people don't get it. Sometimes when Chance bark at people, he don't he don't like what spirit is on you. That's why he don't fuck with you. Yeah. Even though he is a little racist. Yeah. 
He does not like. I'm sorry, my dog does not does not like um, white people. But yeah. if it's a black person, if he come around and he's barking, he don't like your spirit. Mm-hmm. Something about you ain't together, baby. Mm-hmm. And after that, you finna have to get up out of our shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't no, he ain't no, he ain't no joke. But it be time in here when me and Nene be in the in the bed sleep, and then it's in the middle of the night. They just go with it barking crazy. She be like, "What the fuck?" I said, "If it ain't, if it ain't hum, hum, me, me." I said, "Oh, it's Jake and Lanier in the kitchen getting some water." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just it. Cause why why you have them in here if you're not uh, inviting them into this space? This is their living area too. Yeah. But after that, we'll see you next week. Cause that was a good conversation. We I ain't never had an hour and forty minutes. Hey. But at the end, we didn't even get into the topics that we really had. Well, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta do God's will. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta do God's will. But at the end of every episode. I ask my viewers, like I ask my interviewers, if you had to give your flowers, your roses to somebody, who would they be? Who would you give them to? I gotta say it again, and I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this to end of my days. I'm always give glory to God. So. Man, whatever flowers, anything, man, anything I just got for myself, I'm gonna give it all to him. You know, like I truly love everybody dearly, but that's one person I just like, man, man, you got it, you got it, man. You done did abundant things for me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, shout out to you, Jesus, just for being you. You know what I'm saying? I don't need nothing else. As long as I got you, man, I'm straight. So, man, anything you ask, I ain't got it. I'm saying I'm, I'm available. I'm here. I'm saying use me in any, any shape, form, where you can. That's why I got to call the brand of servant. I went through, like, many names. I was talking about this with my partner. I went through many names trying to figure out what's going to be the name for my clothing brand. And now my clothing brand is the servant. Man, I'm, I'm going to keep on stepping. I'm gonna step up for big Christ. For big Christ, not the little one. No, for real. The fuck y'all thought it was. <laughs> Love again for kissing. Look, God know my heart. People probably be like, she out here kissing, but she's talking about God know my heart, baby. I am a, I'm a, I'm a ghetto prophet. But <laughs> 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 well, I join you, and I thank you for coming on another beautiful episode of Seven Roses. Thank yeah, you guys. Peace you know out. <laughs>